friends, welcome to another segment of A New Nerd in Nine. I am your host, Heather. Today we will learn a bit more about Annie Easley. So Annie Easley became known as a computer programmer, a mathematician, and a rocket scientist. So she just needed to hit many levels of STEM with her career. So Annie was born in Birmingham, Alabama in 1933. Her mother, Mary Melvina Hoover, did raise her on her own. She was a single mother. Considering the time frame, which is pre-civil rights and living in the South during Jim Crow law days, there were a lot of challenges for African-American girls. But her mother always told her she could be anything that she wanted to be, and she strongly encouraged Annie to obtain as good an education as she could. So from fifth grade all the way through high school, Annie attended the Holy Family High School, and she was valedictorian of her graduating class. After that, she went on to attend what is now Xavier University in New Orleans, She had always wanted to be a nurse, it said, so she majored in pharmacy and she was there about two years. But in 1954, she returned to Birmingham. And I mentioned earlier, this is Jim Crow laws time. So if you're not familiar, basically these laws were designed for racial inequality. And they required that African Americans take this horrendous literacy test and they had to pay a fee to vote. So Annie used her intelligence and her education to help educate others and help them pass the literacy test so that they could vote. Shortly thereafter, she moved to Cleveland. She was intending to continue her pharmacy program, but up there, the program had unfortunately shut down but maybe fortunately, because then she switched to math. In 1955, she was reading a newspaper and she discovered an article about the computers at the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, NACA. This was the precursor to NASA. They changed their name several years later, but she read about the computers and If you will remember from earlier, Nerd, (laughs) the computers were actually individuals. This wasn't the time of, you know, your MacBooks. This was, they needed actual brains in actual human bodies (laughs) to do the calculations necessary for all the projects they were working on. So she applied and she was hired about two weeks later. She was one of four African-Americans within the pool of about 2,500 employees. So while there, she worked in the Lewis Flight Propulsion Laboratory based in Cleveland, Ohio. And 1957 was the time of the Russian Sputnik. So of course the United States wanted to get into space as quickly as possible as well. In 1958, the Centaur Project was working to develop a new high-energy rocket launcher. And so Annie was actually involved in this project, and she did help create software for the Centaur rocket. This project 
became known to have laid the foundation for, you know, over 100 future space shuttle launches for communication purposes, military, and weather satellites. In the 1970s, the focus of NASA kind of came back to Earth from space, and so Annie became involved in a lot of different research. She was looking into power plants as well as new electric batteries. And a lot of her research and work with the new electric batteries actually became the foundation for today's hybrid vehicles. In 1977, she did receive her Bachelor of Science in Mathematics from Cleveland State University. So this woman was amazing <laughs> working for NASA and going to school. Talk about being able to multitask and prioritize your time. <laughs> it said she retired in either 1989, 1991, depending on which source you find. However, the work she had been doing really continued on. Um, so in 1997, for example, the flight to Saturn of the Cassini probe, Cassini probe, actually used a launcher of which it had the Centaur, that one she worked on back in 1958, it had it as its upper stage. So her work continued to provide value to NASA even beyond her retirement. Aside from that, um, in those project examples, she co-wrote a lot of papers around nuclear rocket engines and power plants. So she was always kind of involved in that alternative energy research that was going on. She was also an equal opportunity counselor and she taught about workplace discrimination. I really enjoyed this next fact. She was the president of NASA's skiing club. So who knew that NASA has clubs? I did not learn something new. And she also tutored underprivileged inner city kids in her free time. She was very much about giving back to the community. And a quote from her that I think is excellent and still meaningful today is the following. Nothing was given to minorities or women. It took some fighting to get that equal opportunity, and we are still fighting today. <laughs> 